Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another exciting episode of... In today's episode, we've got some stories to talk about. In case you're not subscribed, you definitely should hit that subscribe button, hit that bell to get all notifications so you don't miss out. You could also catch Forever News on all podcast streaming services. Don't miss out. Make sure to tune in. Okay, people. So for starters, we already got a little bit of a teaser preview for the upcoming season of My Hero Academia Season 6. Toy Animation is teasing a big announcement and some visuals for the upcoming 1000th episode of One Piece. We've got the weekly showdown magazine author comments we got the top 50 selling manga volumes of the week alongside the jump volumes as well couple of big pieces of tokyo revengers news in particular regarding the manga but also something that may be coming that depending on how it rocks it could be a very very good thing but we gotta wait and see. Couple of big updates for the Cowboy Bebop live action. <laughs> the controversial live action that every time I talk about it, it's like everybody goes in a frenzy. We're gonna talk about it. An update for the Yashihime Princess Half Demon, aka Inuyasha spinoff series. Something really awesome that the author of One Punch Man, Yusuke Murata, did recently that I wanted to talk about. Because, yeah, One Punch Man, it's definitely starting to feel almost underrated to a certain degree with the lack of hype I see in the community for One Punch Man. An update for a series that's coming to an end major announcements for demon slayer in particular some of which are pretty freaking disappointing i'm not even gonna lie like i was actually like what the hell like really like pretty disappointing stuff for demon slayer at the same time maybe some of it could be good like you know looking at the silver lining but definitely not what anybody wanted in particular and definitely um yeah, something we gotta talk about because, man, <laughs> the author of Rainbow, in case you've never seen the Rainbow anime, the author of the Rainbow manga is returning with a new work, and I'm gonna tell you why you should be excited because Rainbow, that was something else. Undead Unluck manga sales are in for the total of what it sold thus far. We got a new Sword Art Online manga that I think some people are going to be interested in. Big, massive update for Jujutsu Kaisen, in particular what the series has sold thus far, but also a big update for the upcoming film that I'm imagining people are going to definitely feel a little bit intrigued at the very least to say especially if you know nothing about Jujutsu Kaisen Zero this is going to be pretty notable to say the least. Small update for the former author of the Boruto manga Ukyo Kodachi and his involvement in the anime and an update on World Trigger or an unfortunate update at that and yeah people those are the stories we have for today's episode without further ado let's jump into another exciting episode of Whatever the only news source that provides anything and everything anime and manga related and we don't bore you we get into it let's do it no matter how you
Okay, people, so first on the agenda, in case you missed it recently, there was a big announcement that My Hero Academia Season 6 was already in production, to nobody's surprise, to be honest with you. Like, it's the biggest manga over here in the West, and one of the biggest manga over there in Japan as well. The anime has been very successful, especially with Season 5. I'd imagine midway through, they already, well, not even midway through, to be honest with you. I'd imagine, like, the second the pencils dropped from Season 5, somebody came in and was like, pick those pencils back up we're working on season six asap like i'd imagine it was non-stop and that they just continued on however we got a trailer recently a little preview of season six and for the most part from my understanding it was actually of clips from season five i'll be a hundred percent honest with you guys i have not finished season five as of right now actually last night i started getting back into trying to wrap things up i think i left off on sad man parade if i'm not mistaken so i'm there y'all already know my feelings on season five i was disappointed but according to what people are telling me is that season six's preview so to speak is comprised of mostly clips from season five which is just to get people excited from what i saw it's like shigaraki and deku and it's kind of hyping like yo they're gonna come to blows and i'll be honest with you i've said this before and i'll say it again if studio bones handles this right and doesn't do no bs and don't worry about and prioritize a film over this arc that could be one of the biggest arcs like right now especially the way they did it with the trailer and stuff this preview right now this could very well be the quote-unquote marine ford arc that my hero academia i'm sure would love and what i mean by the marine ford arc one piece marine ford arc put that series beyond on the map like one piece was already massively popular it wasn't until after marine ford that one piece went from like you know oh it's doing let's just say you know five million in sales a year to it did 40 million in one year like that very well could happen if this arc is done right so i'm hoping even if it's just for this season man put the freaking movie schedule down don't do a film get everybody involved get the most talented staff you possibly can that maybe you would have relegated to doing a film or something like that bring them in especially if you're hyping it up with this trailer like yo things is gonna go down she got aki deku and stuff like that like this could be immensely popular this could be huge this could turn my hero academia from i believe it's like 50 something million sales over there in japan this could turn it from 50 to 100 like straight up if they do it right get it out there get people excited or whatnot this could be very very big again the trailer looks kind of cool i'm hoping that they're not going to you know botch this one because they botched season five immensely there's no reason this shouldn't be the most popular season the most hype season and if this season is done correctly there's no reason my hero academia shouldn't shoot up past a lot of its contemporaries that recently have started to surpass it such as jujutsu kaisen there's no reason my hero academia shouldn't supersede everything yet again but we gotta wait and see either way just a small little uh preview i guess you would say for my hero academia season six to get people hype and so that people be like oh we've, we've got more hypeness to come for people that already loved what season five was but that's not me i'm not those people <laughs> okay people next up just a small update for the one piece anime y'all know recently i've been very very hype about the one piece anime well toei recently released a visual it says one piece's tv anime 1000 episode commemorative key visual and it's of luffy charging with a hockey filled arm against kaido and it looks really really good just the visual alone and 
everything that One Piece's Wano anime has been thus far has me with no doubts that they're going to show out. Like, if they're hyping up this episode, it's, don't get me wrong, a lot of it is because, hey, it's the thousandth episode. That's an immense milestone that most series don't ever get to see. Like, how many series have reached a thousand episodes minus, like, Detective Conan, Case Closed, and Saze-san, and, you know, those type of anime that, for the most part, nobody really watches like that. Well, I love Conan, but, you know, the, most series don't get to reach that one, so that's probably why they're hyping it up but i'm betting everything that 1000 is going to be one of the best looking episodes of one piece one of the best looking episodes of wano which is already a really good looking arc they've done a lot of great work and this visual looks dope i mean it definitely spoils what's going to be happening in that episode because you got luffy charging against kaido but wouldn't you want to see that and wow i want to say holy cow i wonder if they're going to do that like are they going to actually adapt some of the stuff that happened in chapter 1000 with episode 1000 like that would be crazy also it would put them in a weird position because like right now they're already as it is very close with the manga like they're not that far removed and where are we at we're on chapter 1026 i want to say so we're only like 26 chapters removed like if they was to get to by that point which we're episode 993 you figure about a month and some change a month and a half more or less that still wouldn't put enough that would put us at, at max like you know a thousand and thirty in manga chapters like that would be very very close to where we're at unless they're gonna skip ahead just for this episode so i'm not sure what they're planning on doing to make episode 1000 like really a big thing other than luffy versus kaido and it looks really good this key visual looks really really good hopefully they pull out all the stops because you only get that chance once to make an impact for episode 1000 and either way just shout outs to one piece yet again like this has been a phenomenal year and the last couple years have been phenomenal for one piece as a whole okay people it's time for the weekly shonen magazine author comments i always love this time when it comes to doing the weekly shonen magazine magazine author comments like we don't got jump comments for for this episode in particular but when it comes to the weekly shonen magazine author comments it, these are like authors that we don't get to cover extensively here on the channel so at the very least it's nice to tap in with what they got going on what they're thinking etc etc so let's start off with hiro mashima creator of fairy tale slash eden zero he said big thanks to those who watched the online signing let's do it again sometime yet yeah, recently he announced that he was going to be like signing autographs and all sorts of stuff on an online thing so shout outs to Hiromashima always with the fans in mind then we got Atsushi Okubo author of Soul Eater and now Fire Force I wanted to go to the Berserk exhibition but it fell on the day I was to get my second vaccination if only I had gotten the shot sooner sadness fam Ooh, that's a tough one about, you know, talking facts when you're wanting to go to the Berserk exhibition. Ah, and I mean, I'd imagine that probably you had to be vaxxed to go to the Berserk exhibition. I'm not sure on that one, but oh my god, I know Atsushi Okubo was probably very, very hurt on that one. I would be very hurt on that one. Like, come on, fam, Berserk. Oh, Shoutouts to Atsushi Okubo though, that, that, that tells you something, that mobile guy, you know what I'm saying, he got a, a little bit of good taste, you know what I mean? Then let's take a look at Yusuke Nomura, author of Blue Lock, which Blue Lock recently has been taking off. They said, Kyo's Undertale livestream was amazing, I was at the edge of my seat. I didn't know Undertale was still a thing, like I remember a few years back, Undertale was like massively big and people were making Undertale videos. I didn't know that that actually still was like relevant and popular. Uh, then, Ken Wakui, author 
year of Tokyo Revengers. In case you haven't been watching the channel, I'm on a very big high when it comes to Tokyo Revengers. Uh, Ken Wakui said, I want a plush doll of Emma. Now, I want a plush doll of every member of Tomon. Like, give me... Well, not... No, that'd be a lot. Whoa! I ain't gonna have, like, the whole room. You just see me in the middle with, like, everything is just Tomon gang members around me. But, like, I wouldn't mind, like, a Draken one, a Mikey one. Do I want Takamichi? Ooh! Let me get a, a Kisaki one. I'm just gonna stomp that Every morning, like, if I have any type of aggression or something, or before I go to bed, just to get out any aggression, just stomp the crap out of that plushie. Like, yeah, give me a Kisaki plushie, damn it. Then we got Nakaba Suzuki, author of The Seven Deadly Sins, and now Four Nights of the Apocalypse. These breezy, more refreshing days are great and all, but it's just a reminder that it's going to get cold soon. Yeah unfortunately because i love me the summer or i love really like in between like summer be really really hot winter be really really cold i like you know fall where we're at right now or even probably spring somewhere around there like that's the type of weather i like so yeah it is a reminder that in a few months we'll be with our you know snow boots and stuff no i gotta get me some new tips it's been a minute and yeah people those were the weekly shonen magazine author comments i felt like we went through them really quick and there was no george morikawa hajime no ipo in this issue as well which I want to say he's probably on some Eichiro Oda stuff when it comes to the magazine because I notice he's absent not often but often enough to say like how they do with Oda they give him a break every like what is it six issues or seven issues or something like that that's probably the case with George Morikawa next up let's look at some manga sales for starters let's look at the weekly Shonen Jump volumes we talked about that you know recently the only one that was really charting after the second week was One Piece because Witch Watch, Sakamoto Days, High School Family and Bill King and I tell C, none of them ranked this week either. And One Piece in this week did 84,482 copies. And then the other volumes, we got Sakamoto Days and its third week did 7,400 copies, bringing it to 41,000. That's okay. That's not too bad at all. Uh, Witch Watch has sold another 5,000, bringing it to 38,000 copies, 3,000 behind Sakamoto Days. You know, I don't, I don't want Sakamoto Days to be in competition with Witch Watch. I want Sakamoto Days to be at like 80,000 by now in its third week. You know what I'm saying? Let's up those Sakamoto Day sales. And then Build King High School Family and I tell C have not ranked as how low. Well, all of them I want to say except High School Family. Like Build King is out of here and I tell C if I'm not mistaken is out of here as well. It's just High School Family, which I wouldn't be surprised if they access soon. Like it doesn't sell good at all. Those are the weekly Shonen Jump um, volumes that were released. But then the top 50. Okay, so 50 through 41. It got a bunch of stuff that I'm really not too familiar. Oh, look back. Okay, at number 45, the one-shot volume from the author of Chainsaw Man with 24,000 this week, bringing its total to 178,017 days. Not bad at all for some uh, a one-shot. Literally one chapter of a manga it did 178,017 days. That is fantastic. That is honestly fantastic for an author that... To my knowledge, I don't think Tatsuki Fujimoto has ever had an anime to begin with. And he's that notable and respected as an author that almost 180,000 people in a couple of weeks already picked up vo volumes of his one chapter release. Like, insane. Then 40 through 31... Uh, oh, Hajime no Ippo dropped a new volume in three days, 35,000. That's crazy because that's volume 132. Like, you know you're onto something when you're doing stuff like that. Then Four Nights of the Apocalypse Volume 4 did 37,000, which that's not that bad. 40,000 in three days is a lot of series. I cannot say the same. Then moving up a bit, we got Tokyo Revengers wrapping up 33 through 31. 
Then moving forward, we got 30 through 21, and 90-something percent of this is all Tokyo Revengers. Only 29 is Hana no Kun Tokoi no Yamai Volume 9 did almost 50,049.2. So there's that, but yeah, Tokyo Revengers still dominating. It looks like, holy cow, each volume did about like 50,000 again this weekend. We're going to talk about something in a minute in terms of Tokyo Revengers. Y'all yeah, already know it's blowing shit up. 20 to 11, yet again, Tokyo Revengers. Okay. I'm seeing what happened here because there's like each of them did about 52,000 again. A couple of cuckoos came in at number 17 with 52,000. That's getting an anime soon. But Tokyo Revengers, I forgot. The anime just ended this past week. So a bunch more people ran out and grabbed Tokyo Revengers volumes because like, yeah, they're doing even better than they've done in the last few weeks. And then the top 10 Number 10, Tokyo Revengers. Uh, number 9, Shumatsu no Valkyrie, a.k.a. Record of Ragnarok, with 67,000 in two days. Not bad. Kaiju number 8 still hanging in the top 10 at number 8, with 69,000 this week, bringing it to 585. Uh, Jojolian, the latest volume from the JoJo series, with 74,000 in three days. Love to see it. Araki, get all the sales. You deserve it, damn it. Then moving up, number four, One Piece Volume 100. Like we said, 84,000, bringing it to 1.6. Uh, Golden Kamui, okay, 92,000, still going strong, three days. And then number one, yeah, this is a massive jump. It was not doing this a year ago. 435,666. Demonic, man, demonic. Uh, Tokyo Revengers, the latest volume, volume 24, debut in three days. It did almost half a million copies. Wow, like... This is definitely, and again, we're going to talk about it a little bit later. I'll, I'll say that, but this is definitely making Tokyo Revengers. It could be, I don't know about number one, because Demon Slayer, it racked up a lot of sales. So I'm imagining maybe Demon Slayer is still above everything else. But I wouldn't be surprised if Tokyo Revengers takes number two. Like, it's still going. Like, there's still volumes that are going to be released because the manga is still ongoing. It's on its final arc, and it's ending soon. But I don't know how long that's going to last. And either way, big, big shouts to Tokyo Revengers. And this top 50 was a nice, interesting list from JoJo's to kaiju number eight look back record of ragnarok and of course tokyo revengers killing it crazy top 50 sales and since we're talking about tokyo revengers we got a bunch more news to talk about regarding the series because for starters this one right here i have my theories but let's read it says uh, and this is courtesy of manga mogura ri they do some great work uh, over on twitter it says tokyo revengers by ken wakui will reveal new info regarding some kind of adaptation movie slash series and weekly shonen magazine issue number 45 of 2021 that'll be out october 6 2021 wow I, I'm I'm imagining right now. I'll be honest with you. My theory is it's oh, it's one of two things. If it's some sort of adaptation, is either that they're gonna confirm, yo, we're already working on season two, or they're gonna pull what a lot of studios are pulling, which I wouldn't be mad at it at all. And they're gonna announce like maybe they're gonna do some sort of movie adaptation for the next one, or something maybe like a, a original story that happened in between all of the madness of Tokyo Revengers. I would be all for a Tokyo Revengers film. Please put my behind in a theater and put Tokyo Revengers on the big screen it deserves it it'll give it that high quality art and animation that a lot of people have been thirsting for and wanting with the series and it would make sense like if it's doing almost half a million copies in three days with the latest volume that would make sense yeah make a film you're gonna get a lot of sales like demon slayer has opened up a whole new avenue that really wasn't all that big of you know it wasn't utilized anyway at the very least of making films out of arcs and stuff like that you could do it i'm not sure how the next arc would work especially like it ended off in a 
cliffhanger. So I don't know how that will work. It could be, again, just an original story, which I'd be fine with too. Or maybe it could be a flashback story. That would be something interesting as well. Like Jujutsu Kaisen is doing that with Jujutsu Kaisen Zero. So we could get that as well. But I'm going to bet either movie or they're just going to announce like, yo, season two, we're already working on it. Expect it next year, which Tokyo Revengers isn't something like a Demon Slayer from Ufotable where the art and animation is so intricate that you need like a year and a half of prep work just to get it going. Like Tokyo Revengers, I'd imagine on a year's worth of uh, of prep, it could get things done. That's just me. And I know that's not necessarily what we would ideally like. We would like a lot of prep time so we get a beautiful series. But if they're already talking about an announcement October 6th, it could be a film, season two. You let me know which one you think it's going to be. I'm fine with either one of them. There better be a season two with all them sales and shit. You know you want a season two or a movie. It'd be cool too. And lastly, in Tokyo Revengers news, Tokyo Revengers has 40 million copies in circulation which i want to say i read somewhere that tokyo revengers is now eight times more volume sold since the anime debut so it probably had five million right that would be five times eight would be uh 40 million i hope i'm doing that right i hope the math is right but either way so that would mean that we're 35 million copies in this year with 35 million copies i wonder where that stacks up compared to the other series that you know have sold and are going to be in the top five like demon slayer and jujutsu kaisen but that gotta easily plant tokyo revengers top three hands down i'm dying to see what the hell like who sold the most like it's just a fun thing it's not to put other series down because i love all of these series so yeah i'm just really excited like imagine tokyo avengers ends up taking it because it's not slowing down right now it ain't taking nothing because demon slayer is right around the corner oh be scared demon slayer it is returning <laughs> uh but yeah even a number two would be insane for a series that you know it kind of was not necessarily dead in the water but very underrated underappreciated and now even though you could argue it's getting overhated with that it's mid Still, 40 million copies, fam. Let's go, baby. Tokyo Revengers. In case you missed it, I made a whole big video talking about it. Go watch it. Okay, people. Next up, we got two pieces of news regarding the Cowboy Bebop Netflix live action. Y'all know it's coming out in November. However, we got, first of all, an official poster for Netflix's live action Cowboy Bebop series. It's been released. And on it, you have the three MCs, but their backs are turned. And a lot of people felt a certain way about that. I'll be honest with you. I thought it look dope it looks cool it's definitely giving a we've got something to hide lad that's why we're doing this but i think it looks really awesome faye looks great the three of them they look really really dope in this poster then another piece of cowboy bebop netflix live action news because again really cool poster all of that jazz we got the opening was revealed and released and it was basically a straight up homage homage to the original it was a almost scene by scene recreation some of the running you could argue maybe was a little bit iffy or whatnot but as a whole i can't hate on it it looked really really cool now granted it's just an opening that doesn't have any bearing on the show and for all we know they could decide to rename spike and call him greg <laughs> you know what i'm saying so we don't know necessarily what the contents itself but you cannot hate like there's some stuff you got to give them credit you really got to do so that they know what they've done right and then what they've done wrong and if the series is still wrong then we're gonna say when it comes it's wrong but that opening looked really really cool like it was a straight up recreation homage to the original with the background music and the way it was done and some of the scenes just look really cool again some of it looked a little awkward like the running scenes in particular i was like eh, you can't really mirror that too well with like humans because that's animation but it still looked cool i liked it and i thought that they did a great job with the opening let's hope that the show is even 
half of how cool and how nice and how much fateful that feels to the anime the the contents of the show because again the opening was raw i like the opening this poster i like the poster everything around it is starting to look a lot better you know people was hating on the actress that played Faye. come on stop that like Let's give it a chance. Let's try and be open-minded considering they're showing little inklings that it's aight. It's aight. But we gotta wait and see. Either way, opening dope, poster dope. I'm looking a little bit more forward to this than I was. I ain't gonna lie. They're starting to not necessarily win me over, but they're headed in the direction. If winning me over was six miles west, I'm about like 10 steps headed towards six miles west. So shout outs to the Cowboy Bebop Netflix live action. I'm looking forward to it more, more. I'm not going to say completely like, yeah, because then, you know, expectations and whatnot, because I'm still expecting it to be what I'm expecting it to be, but it's promising to say the least, the least. Okay, next up, Yashahime Princess Half Demon fans, aka fans of the Inuyasha spin-off sequel regarding the kids, or it's, you know, focusing in on the kids for the most part. Y'all know that recently I told y'all that a manga adaptation was on its way, and then there was a little bit of controversy because some people was criticizing the person that was in charge of the manga adaptation's art, and saying like, you don't know how to do Rumiko Takahashi's art style, and then they came back with a piece of art that was like, no, look, I, I know how to do Rumiko Takahashi and did like every famous character from like the 1970s on that Rumiko has drawn so I felt like I yo you it's kind of in good hands and then now we got the debut color pages of the new Yashihime Princess Half Demon manga adaptation by Shina Takahashi who did Zetai Kaden Children in the latest monthly Shonen Sunday S issue and looking at it I mean for starters you got a page right here of Inuyasha Kagome and Seshomaru and it looks really Really, really good and on point it looks a lot like the Inuyasha anime I'm just keeping it real I was never into the manga for no particular reason just I never got into it and then even the characters of because there's another color page you got the three MCs of Yashahime and they look I too they don't look as close to the anime as I would say Inuyasha and Seshomaru do but they look I I mean I would argue they look a little bit older a little bit slimmer especially Moroha like she looks like she's kind of older there but the other two look cool and in general it's not that bad at all it's like it's not as close to the anime as probably you would like but even then there's another page that has Inuyasha, Seshomaru and the three girls and it looks fine to me I don't know why people were hating and complaining about that like they look really cool and then there was some uh, art that was released because apparently it's like a power hour that they're doing where you're getting Detective Conan one half an hour and then the next half an hour is going to be Yashihime Princess Half Demon and that looks great I ain't gonna lie like that looks really dope and I really gotta catch up to Yashihime to see because a lot of people told me that the ending was really good there was something that I was really grossed out about so I dropped it but I'm gonna try my way to trudge past it and see what the hoopla is all about because yeah it looks good and season two starts in october so i'm excited about that but yeah for people that were skeptical about the yashihime manga the art looks high it looks like it's in good hands it's not as off like from naruto to boruto in my opinion like remember the beginning of boruto how bad it looked like it's not like that by the way boruto picked up a lot now it looks just like naruto i just gotta say that to to a certain degree anyway but uh yeah yashihime princess half demon manga um ready to go okay next up 
One Punch Man, Yusuke Murata did something really cool where he did some animation of One Punch Man, which he's been kind of teetering. I want to say I even reported on here that, uh, months back that he was working on animation, trying to figure things out about it. And now with this, it says, One Punch Man manga co-creator Yusuke Murata releases two-minute animation of Saitama grabbing groceries. Legendary manga creator Yusuke Murata is no stranger to trying out new skills and instantly becoming a master. Sometimes his training and his own perfectionism cause one punch man chapters to be delayed on the tonari no young jump website leaving fans wanting more to apologize to fans today for the latest chapter being delayed Murata posted a two-minute one punch man short on his twitter account that he directed with animation from the manga creator his team and a few freelancers it looked pretty freaking good i mean nothing insane or anything like that but Murata just recently was like toying around with the idea of doing animation and he's killing it kind of like how Saitama, like, you know, he went from, like, you know, doing 50 push-ups or 100 push-ups, 100 sit-ups to he's, like, the strongest and broken in, you know, the One Punch Man world. And it looked cool. And it's just been really quiet for One Punch Man. I feel like it's almost too quiet to a certain degree. And I know a lot of it was the impact from Season 1 to 2 and how people didn't really care for the art and animation dip from Season 1 to 2 that probably was a little bit of the catalyst to this. But still, I think One Punch Man, like, something big needs to happen soon, whether it be the announcement for Season 2 three or something because it's been a little bit quiet i mean this is cool and all shout out to yusuke Murata. it's really dope that he did this piece of animation but i'm hoping for something big with one punch man i'd hate to see the series like die out quietly when it was like in 2015 one of the most talked about anime of the year massive everywhere and then like after that it just kind of started to die down and you know it didn't help that there was a four-year gap in between seasons and then that second season people were just very disappointed with although i honestly liked it for the most part next up fans of the battery manga according to this it says battery baseball manga by asano asko uniwa chikage will end in the upcoming monthly asuka issue one out november 24th 2021 i've heard some things about this i don't know if it was sales or what it was but i've heard about this battery manga a few different times not the biggest sports fan especially when it comes to like manga like anime i'll watch the out of a sports anime like give me Kurokono basket slam dunk give me you know what i'm saying haikyuu or whatever but manga i'm not the biggest fan of it but it's still a shame for fans that really like this manga that yeah it'll be ending top of next fiscal year okay people next up this one was very very big over the weekend it kind of shocked all of us around the world when it was announced what's going on with Demon Slayer because for starters I want to say the first announcement I saw is that Kimetsu no Yaiba TV anime season 2 will be airing on December 5th and I said what the heck when I first saw that I was like December 5th what, what do you mean December 5th wasn't we supposed to start in October and then I, it started to dawn on me and then more announcements came out that basically Demon Slayer was going to be doing as follows Demon Slayer season 2 starts in October October 10th to be precise with an original episode then episodes 2 through 7 are Mugen Train with new scenes and Elisa opening and then episode 8 and 5th of December is the proper start of season 2 with Aimer opening so basically I forgot the whole thing of that they're going to readapt they're going to milk because that's what that is they're going to milk the Mugen Train film that everybody already seen to start off the anime which it's a smart business move because they just did recaps from the anime 
They did recaps from the TV anime, and it did like three times the ratings as like One Piece and Detective Conan and stuff like that. So if you're doing that of the anime, the biggest film of all time in Japan is definitely going to do massive gangbusters. So yeah, they're basically going to be doing, which we're going to take a closer look into an article in a second, a recap that will lead into December starting off the real beginning of Season 2 and also an original episode. I hope, oh my god, I hope that Koyohara Gotoge is a part of that original original episode like if it's not then it's gonna be kind of like you know how full metal alchemist brotherhood one of the only blemishes about that is that the first episode is filler essentially it was basically to differentiate it from the original full metal alchemist that's pretty much what that episode will be unless they say yo koyoharu gotoge actually wrote the script for it but just taking a closer look here it says demon slayer kimetsu no yaiba mugen train arc and demon slayer kimetsu no yaiba entertainment district arc are coming to crunchyroll crunchyroll is extremely happy to announce that we will be airing both sequel arcs to the blockbuster 2019 anime demon slayer kimetsu no yaiba an episodic adaptation of the sequel film demon slayer kimetsu no yaiba mugen train arc will be begin airing on Sunday, October 10th, while Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba Entertainment District arc will begin airing on Sunday, December 5th, and they got like a new poster, which is basically just a remix of the Mugen Train, and it says Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba Mugen Train arc launch time, yada yada, Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba Mugen Train arc will feature a re-edited six episodes with new background music, as well as never-before-seen episode one, featuring Kyojiro Rengoku taking on a new mission on the way to the Mugen Train for a total of seven episodes lisa returns to sing the opening theme akeboshi and the ending theme shirogane for the arc and then it says demon slayer kimetsu no yaiba entertainment district arc again starting in december 5th and that will feature tanjiro and his comrades on a brand new mission within the yoshiwara entertainment district where they face the demon daki from the upper six voiced by miyuki sawashiro a new one hour special episode will begin this section of the story after the conclusion of demon slayer kimetsu no yaiba mugen train arc Aimer will perform the opening theme Zankyo Sanka and the ending theme Asagakuru which basically in case you don't know those are the same I want to say bands from the original opening if I'm not mistaken Lisa I know Lisa did Tsuyoku Nareru I'm pretty sure that that was Lisa I'm not sure about Aimer they probably worked on something uh, related to the studio as well and uh, I'll, I'll say it honestly I'm not looking forward to this remake of the Mugen Train they are basically following a blueprint that a lot of people weren't too fond of when it comes to Dragon Ball Super. When Dragon Ball Super did the Battle of Gods film in Resurrection F and then they did the Dragon Ball Super anime and they were like yeah we're gonna redo those arcs or those movies into arcs and then we'll get to the good stuff. That's basically exactly what's happening here. They're redoing the Mugen Train movie into an arc and then in December the real season begins so if you're not interested in the original episode which I'm very skeptical and worried about that one but if you're not interested in that and you're not interested in a remake of the Mugen Train film, wait till December 5th to start watching Demon Slayer, the continuation with the Entertainment District arc because I probably will do the same. I might just watch the original episode out of curiosity, the first episode that's going to be an original anime only, but then after that, I'm probably just going to wait till December because what's the point? Like, I, I watched the Mugen Train and I love the Mugen Train. I don't want to watch it spread out amongst episodes, which they could have done to begin with, but yeah, they're, they're straight up milking it. There's no denying. There's no question. I know people are going to say, love, love. no, they're milking it. The movie was seen by everyone in Japan. Damn near watched that film, okay? There's no reason to redo it for the anime other than money. Money, 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 which it's a business. I don't fault them. Like, that's the smart thing to do. I'm not going to be going along with the program. I'm going to wait till December. Y'all have fun with that. 
Entertainment District arc. Here we come in December. And it kind of sucks for people that have been waiting since 2019. Like, But then again, you know, you've been waiting two years. You can wait a little bit more, I guess, right? Either way, that's the big talk of the town regarding Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba Season 2. <laughs> they slapped the crap out of the fans with this one, fam. Like, yo, you, you was hyped for this? Like, yeah, you, you, you ready for this? Ah, you gotta wait a little bit unless you want to rewatch Mugen Train. Which I'm wondering, it's saying like re-edited, so are they just taking the movie and chopping it up into bits and like adding extra new stuff to connect it as episodes or how's that gonna work because i mean you have one of the most gorgeous films out there like just cut it up like don't do what dragon ball super did which was honestly ridiculous of instead of just using the footage from the films and maybe adding extra stuff they reanimated it from the ground up and it looked horrible for the most part like it looked hideous like don't do that just put all that manpower and everything into the entertainment district stuff maybe add some extra stuff to connect it and make it feel a little seamless as an anime adaptation as a tv anime but yeah it's it's gorgeous like just cut it up even though they recently re-aired the mugen train film expect the mugen train tv anime re-adaptation coming soon in October, October 10th, Sunday to be precise. Okay, people, next up is a story that maybe a lot of you aren't too familiar with this series, but I want to tell you why I'm really hype about it. So there was a series that I've seen. I never actually even finished it, and I still love it. And the only reason is because I had it on a hard drive. It was never actually, like, released on Crunchyroll or Funimation or anything like that, to my knowledge. So I don't really have access to watch it. But there was an anime that was released, like, 10 years ago, I believe, called The Rainbow Nisha. Something was a really long name, but it was basically about these dudes that are in jail and i think they were like falsely in jail and the warden used to abuse of them it was really really dark but it was a really really good story and i always wondered like well so who did the manga because it was based off a of manga and yada 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 and we never really got it over here which if it came out tomorrow i would go and buy it on blu-ray instantly because it was that damn good from what i saw uh but according to this it says rainbows masasumi kakizaki launches new manga in october so the creator of this series that i really really liked he got a new manga coming. Uh, the October issue of Kodansha's monthly young magazine announced on Tuesday that Masasumi Kakizaki is launching a new manga titled Yomotsu Hegui, aka Partaking of the Underworld's Food, in the magazine's next issue on October 19th. The magazine teases the manga as centering on a man who has lost everything and meets a Shinigami in an eternal battle for life. Kakizaki most recently ended the manga adaptation of the Spy no Suma, the Spy's Wife manga pictured at the right live-action TV movie on March 18th. The manga's second and final compiled book... Okay, so he was working on adapting some other stuff. It wasn't even his own manga. The manga's second and final compiled... Blah, blah, blah. Kakizaki launched the manga in Shogakugan Sunday GX magazine in August 2020. Okay, so there's really nothing else about that. But then it says, George Abe and Kakizaki's Rainbow Nisha prison manga inspired a TV anime in 2010. And man, if it's even remotely close to that, which that synopsis don't sound bad it kind of sounds like a little bit of a death note if like light was down on his luck and didn't give a shit about nothing like that's what that sounds like to me i am on board anybody that ever seen rainbow or if you read rainbow that was so good i don't even know why i, I believe it was called rainbow because it was like literally a rainbow or something it wasn't anything like you know lighthearted to say the least i'm looking forward to this i hope this takes off because this author had some great work with rainbow and if you don't know now you know Shoutouts to the notorious one. Moving forward, Undead Unluck fans. According to this, it says Undead Unluck currently has 1.3 million copies in circulation. And I want to say that's among seven volumes that have been released thus far. 
that's pretty good it's not great it's not outstanding but 1.3 million and it's been around for a decent amount of time if it survives till next year which i have no doubt in my mind that it will that probably means that it's going to get an anime and if it got 1.3 million in sales which again that's not the most outrageous like i want to say around that time that uh jujutsu kaisen had seven volumes you know it's one of the highest selling series and jump right running right now that had about what four million i think or eight million or something and then they were like we want to get to 10 before the series comes out with the anime this will probably have maybe two to three by the time it gets an anime if it lasts that long like that's not bad and from what i read with undead unluck i'm like 20 chapters i think into it or something like that i really liked it i fell off of it because there, there's just so much to read and, and watch out there i'll be honest with you and it was good but i need to get back into it because there was something about andy that was like yo this dude is kind of raw i like what i saw i need to get back into it but shout outs to undead unluck 1.3 million It'll probably double by the time the anime comes out, I'm imagining. Okay, people, next up, Sword Art Online fans. Apparently, a new manga is coming out that might be of interest to you. According to this, it says, Sword Art Online by Reki Kawahara Abek will get a new manga adaptation, which also covers novel parts never animated. Illustrations by Kimi, unspecified what will be adapted. I'm imagining probably they're going to go back to Aincrad, and this is going to be in promotion or cross-promo of the progressive anime of movie that's coming out right now that's what i'm guessing and the designs look like einkrad stuff too so basically it's like going to cover the things that never got animated and never will at this point or maybe they'll redo einkrad at some given point which at this point if you're doing the progressive film too like just leave einkrad alone for a long time like maybe one day down the distant future you want to redo all this fine but leave einkrad alone already like now it's getting to be overkill like einkrad had a you know an anime adaptation it's getting a film now and then now you want to add on top of that a manga adaptation like i'm good on einkrad again assuming that that's what they're going to be doing but i want to say that that's still to this day one of the most popular uh editions of the sword Art online series maybe i'm off on that but i want to say like the very beginning because the very beginning of sword Art online got a lot of people into actual anime like a lot of gamers and stuff like that actually got into anime because of sword Art online that got them in so yeah that's probably still to this day the most impactful and important one and that's probably why they decided to do that progressive film and why they're doing this you know manga now but we gotta wait and see either way it'll start in the upcoming dengeki dio issue 12 2021 out october 27th so if you're into sao manga which I'll, I'll be honest with you i'll never get into a sword online manga like i know they say never say never i'm never getting into that i'll stick to the anime which i've been thinking like you know i got so many episodes of sword online and stuff to watch one day i'm gonna just have a massive binge and go crazy because i haven't watched anything since season two like i wrapped up season two and never looked back eventually i will and it's gonna be a fun ride but either way shout outs to people that are looking forward to it sword online new manga covering stuff that was never animated again i want to say Einkrad, but that has not been confirmed okay people next up jujutsu kaisen fans big big deal here according to this it says jujutsu kaisen has 55 million copies in circulation the 17th volume releasing october 4th of 2021 will have a first print of 2.15 so 2 million 150 thousand copies so immediately add that in that there's going to be another 2 million in circulation which 
it's gonna go through those i ain't gonna lie at this point jujutsu kaisen i'm wondering and this is what i was talking about if you watched my earlier segment about tokyo revengers i'm wondering who's gonna be number two i'm almost certain that the highest selling manga of this year as well is still gonna be demon sayer maybe i'm off on that but especially with the anime returning right around this time and the mugen train has been pushing the series like i'm pretty sure demon sayer is gonna be number one it's just a matter of who's going to be number two and three and jujutsu kaisen had a very big start of the year tokyo revengers has had a very big second half of the year so that's going to be an interesting battle because this got 55 million in circulation tokyo avengers just announced it had 40 million that 15 million depending on when it happened like immediately five of those million like can't count because they've been in tokyo avengers like tokyo avengers started the year i think with like five million so at least five million of those sales uh, of tokyo avengers can't be counted so basically we're looking at 35 million potentially 35 million copies versus however much jujutsu kaisen sold in the last year that counts towards you know this race it's gonna be a tough one i think jujutsu kaisen is going to edge out tokyo revengers slightly but not by much and if it is by much <laughs> it's still an amazing race because 35 million to however many jujutsu kaisen sold this year it's gonna be interesting but yeah 55 million copies and 2 million more on the horizon with the first print like Jujutsu Kaisen, it's that time, baby. It's that time. And while we're on the topic of Jujutsu Kaisen, this is Satoru Gojo's character design from the upcoming Jujutsu Kaisen Zero movie. And a lot of people are probably going to be a little bit like, well, why does he have bandages on? Well, if you read the original Jujutsu Kaisen Zero manga, which wasn't it called like the Tokyo District something parallel? I, I forget what the original name was, but uh, he looked a little bit different in that manga. He had bandages instead of like a blindfold and whatnot. And they seem to be like trying to do a crossbreed between that and his new design which i'm all here for it fam i'm all here for it and he looks really dope can't wait for this film i ain't gonna lie i can't wait for it we gotta wait for it because even though it comes out in december we're not gonna get it over here in the states until probably february i'm guessing february or march which oh man it would be dope if it came out right around my birthday time march uh hopefully pisces season let's go where's sanji at now <laughs> uh, i ain't gonna lie this design it, it looks nice it looks nice it makes you wonder why does he have the bandages on where's the blindfold what's going on here so yeah e either way I'm, I'm glad that they're keeping true to that design because they could have easily just got rid of the bandages and said no he got a blindfold like yeah that, that's it and either way can't freaking wait for this film still gotta wait a while okay people so as of the recent episode of boruto boruto naruto next generations episode 217 the original creator which that means that probably they were only crediting him because these are the chapters that he had worked on ukyo kodachi he was the one that was doing the manga up until the content that happened now according to this it says with episode 217 ukyo kodachi is no longer credited as the story supervisor so he's completely done that he has nothing to do with the boruto anime or manga at this point and i will say it to the death of me that uh we didn't appreciate ukyo kodachi when he was here if you've been following the manga you know because there's been about 10 chapters i want to say since the end of what ukyo kodachi did and when kishimoto took over and it hasn't felt the same for better or worse it just hasn't felt the same and i feel like he did incredible work in boruto a lot of people like to say like you know kishimoto is a better writer and that's true but ultimately 
Boruto wouldn't have gotten to this point in terms of for the people that do love it and appreciate everything that was done, especially like the content that was just adapted for episode 217. It wouldn't have gotten to that point if it wasn't for Ukyo Kodachi. So definitely put respect on Ukyo Kodachi's name. Such a shame that now he's completely done, not on the anime, on the manga, no longer credited. But again, that also makes me believe that he was only being credited with the anime because he had worked up until that point on those chapters. So they had to throw in a credit somewhere and I wish him the best, man. I hope he does his own manga at some given point because he did some great stuff. Shoutouts to Ukyo Kodachi. And uh, yeah, no longer credited on the Boruto anime moving forward. And lastly for this episode, World Trigger will be taking a break. It seems as though the author um, has recently fell ill again. Let's read. World Trigger manga takes one month break due to author's health. The official Twitter account for Shueisha's Jump Square magazine revealed on Monday that Daisuke Ashihara's World Trigger manga will not appear in the magazine's November issue on October 4th due to the author's sudden illness. The Twitter account posted a letter from Ashihira where he stated that his head slash neck specifically is what is in poor health right now. The manga will still appear on the cover of the November issue and the manga is planned to resume in the December issue which will ship in early November and the manga also took breaks in the months of March and May this year so yeah man I ain't gonna lie this author it's been a long time now of me constantly hearing that he's in poor health I mean for crying out loud the series started off in weekly shonen jump and had to be moved to jump square and you know all of this stuff because of the author I believe he had broke his wrist I want to say and then now he's having neck and 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 head pains and stuff like it might be one of those cases where this author needs to take a I don't want to say Yoshihiro Tagashi size break, but something in that ballpark so that he can really rest up and get better because he has had health issue after health issue all these years. And it's unfair to him, his physical, his mental and everything that he's going through. You could say the fans or whatever. And yeah, the fans definitely have a point of like, yo, we want our manga, but man, his health comes before any of that shit, okay? Like, if he needs to just end World Trigger, then he should end it. Like, this man, I've been hearing nothing but health issues from this man for years. For literally, I want to say seven, six or seven years, that's all I've heard about this author. He probably should put it down or take a long hiatus from it because... It's life is worth more than the manga and worth more than the fans. I'm sorry. And yeah, people, those are all the stories we have for today's episode. I'm curious what you guys think. My Hero Academia Season 6 preview, One Piece 1000 episode visual, the Weekly Shonen Magazine author comments, the Top 50 Manga Sales, Tokyo Revengers big adaptation coming, the announcement, uh, Tokyo Revengers 40 million sales, Cowboy Bebop Netflix poster and opening, Yashihime colored pages for the manga, One Punch Man co-creator, uh, doing animation of One Punch Man. The battery manga ending. Demon Slayer. All of the delays and insanity surrounding it. Rainbow author returning. Undead Unlock sales. New Sword Art Online manga. Jujutsu Kaisen total manga sales. Gojo and Jujutsu Kaisen Zero his design. Ukyo Kodachi no longer being credited with the Boruto anime. The World Trigger author being absent in the upcoming issue due to health issues and your thoughts on any of the stories we covered in today's episode. But that's all I have for this one. Thanks for watching. Hope you enjoyed. If you liked anything I had to say or enjoyed the video, drop me a like. I'd greatly appreciate it. And if you want more from me, make sure to subscribe. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram. Hit that bell to get all notifications. And if you want to follow any of my other social media, links are in the description below. I'm from the world. And as always, people, have an awesome day. And remember the golden rule. Anime and manga. For life, boy. Have an awesome day. 
peace in and you guys just watched another episode of have an awesome day you want